Hey guys, welcome back to Mantalk.ke. Thank you for coming back again for another week, another episode. Uh, always, always a pleasure to be here. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing. It genuinely means the world. That's how we grow as a community. So thank you. Um, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the pod. If you're on the pod, subscribe to YouTube. If you're on Instagram, subscribe to both, please. Now, um, we're also in another location, another Kafisi. This one is on Riverside Drive. It's on Keystone Park. So we're in the knowledge room where you can have like meetings, come, chill, relax. Uh, and also there's like a boardroom back there that you can see. We never shot from this angle, so... You can see more of the room. So, Kafisi, thank you for being part of these seasons. It's now, this is like the third or fourth season that you've been part of. So, thank you so much. Uh, the link for everyone else is going to be down below if you want to find out about rates for yourself, for a company. Um, just check the link below and we can get into it. That's on all platforms, the links there. Um, so, today's episode, Oscar, um, very exciting. Yes, it's about men, 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 Yes, men on our lives who've kind of inspired us. Yeah. yeah, as you can tell, yeah. uh, I'm not going to take it to the soprano. Yeah, uh, that's, that. that's what... <laughs> I, I leave like, that to I am a biz one. Um, yeah. If yeah. you want to know, baby, right. that is where I thrive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome oh, to Man Talk, man. Welcome just... to Man Talk. Get another slapping episode. I can't wait. I cannot um, wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, today, Eli, we're going to talk about mm. the men in your life yeah, yeah, who have kind yeah. of changed your perspectives mm, mm, um, mm. and who have kind of shaped you into the man you are today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy who likes to wear white on a set, you know always, what I mean? Always. Sorry, Barrow, for wearing white. <laughs> no, this is one, rule number one. Uh, rule number one. Um, Apologies. I forgot. Yes, uh, the one who, men who have made me someone who can come late to a set, like, <laughs> mannerlessly. Oh. Uh, Betty last told me I've extended all of the grace yes, um, yes. for a season. Yeah, <laughs> tough. That's a lot of shoot days, buddy. Ah, listen, That's a lot of shoot days. Uh, I will be up at 6 now, 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm 5 a.m. club now. Every time yeah. there's a shoot. I will not let you down, Barry. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, yeah, today <laughs> we're talking it. about the men in our lives who've kind of mm. given us the life philosophies that we live through. Yes. Um, yes. And some will be mentioned by name. I feel like men aren't really appreciated That's, by name. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. whole point is giving them their flowers. And I know we talk about virtual mentors, but we want today to be actual yeah. physical Go, mentors that we... Yeah, yeah, and like the actual lessons we've learned, because hopefully if a young guy's watching this and hasn't had those kind of mentors, we're going to recycle and then give them the gems that we were given. Yeah. And hopefully we do that exchange. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, um, I want to kick off uh, with asking you about... Let's start with the most influential, like um, man and what you've extracted from watching their life or something they've told you or interaction that has stood out for you um, that sort of molded you to the man you are today. Who's like the number one guy, apart from God? Mm, my dad, yeah, obviously. Mm. Um, I don't talk about him much uh, because like he, he doesn't like being talked about much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my dad, uh, his yeah. name is uh, Lawrence Moridi Mbabu. He's... Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lawyer of very high standing mm. um mm. and on his desk uh growing up his desk has always had one tagline and it's uh integrity is the highest form of wealth mm. 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 um and that's like been his life story like yeah. my dad's been always making the best choices for not just himself but for the family mm. he's mm. uplifted everyone he tries to meet in his life yeah and he's invested a lot into kind of himself and the family name and mm. i feel like that's something that i've really really picked up um from him he's mm. invested into uh, in us as his children and mm. kind of just trying to balance all these responsibilities and i usually see it you know but then you know you don't really have to say yeah. like dad i see you but like i do see him and i do mm. see how he's like managed to fashion a life for himself out of very little like mm. it's not like he came from the wealthiest of backgrounds but mm he used his education to kind of father himself and to make the best decisions he could. Mm. 
um to lead him to the man he is today and i feel like i learned a lot from that man uh-huh. and one of the things that remember like last season uh-huh. um i don't know if it's last season in the last few episodes where um i was telling you about the things i look for in someone persistence uh-huh. open mindedness yeah. and character yeah. like that's those are the things that he's taught me like right, right. like you know like he was he's always man he's always been brilliant he's always been intelligent but he always has shown me that it's not about how intelligent you are it's how uh-huh committed you are to getting things done uh-huh, uh-huh. that's going to get you to where you want to be in life man yeah yeah and it's definitely him it's definitely my dad and oh. open mindedness um there's another thing uh philosophy that I've come to kind of learn from him oh. um and it's in every if you want to make money in any economic system don't oh. just be the lion figure out a way to be the bacteria as well oh. don't just focus on being the apex predator yeah. figure out a way to also make money from the bottom of the pyramid because mm-hmm. that way you'll be actually changing people's lives mm. while also making money on your side. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. what sustainable investing is about. That's what kind of what my passion for sustainable finance comes from. It's it comes from a place where I know that investing in the bottom of the pyramid as much as you can create luxury goods yeah. but um goods and services that assist people from the bottom of the pyramid tend to have a lot more impact especially if mm. they because they alleviate mm. like poverty levels and that's something like my dad taught me like mm. Don't just focus on try your best to be as open-minded as possible. Don't just focus on um attending to the needs of the kind of top side of the pyramid, the wealthy. Oh. Also figure out a way to bring products and services and make them accessible to the ones at the bottom yeah. and that way you're going to be able to enjoy everything. Mm. And if you look at today's companies, that's what they've managed to do. Yeah. 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 That's that's beautiful, man. And I remember <clears throat> the first time meeting your dad was quite recent at your graduation uh you're passing the bar dinner and i came in midway through his speech um and when i was listening to your dad speak i was like he's literally exactly the same as my dad like <laughs> it's ridiculous i was like the pauses <laughs> the point when and then at one point during dinner i looked over and he was on his phone the same stance you know when the glasses are here yeah. same as my dad the glasses are here <laughs> and then the, the phone is like this yeah and they look like they're stressed hey. at the phone yeah and I was like, yeah, I can see yeah. why me and Oscar are similar. Yeah. Exact, exactly the same. Exactly yeah, the same. Man, and dad. even just the wise words he was saying, man, really. And what I, I noticed as well, one of the focuses he was mentioning is like, wherever you go, carry integrity. So having that as a standing pillar, I've seen it even just when he was talking and even how you operate, I've seen that sort of passed down. So yeah, I feel like sometimes it's really hard to um, to give our dads their flowers when it, like, it's very easy to talk to you about my dad, but you've struggled with like telling it to them. Yeah man. Oh, I struggle. I struggle. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they they do they okay, what I've noticed especially from that generation, maybe they're yearning for us to say that, but then they can't even ask like, yeah. what have you sort of learned? It will be in a very like my dad anyway, it'll be in like a hard way like, "Ah, good. Oh, yes, I'm proud of you." <clears throat> like yeah. they, can't, like, they can't be like, "Ah, oh, what you've done is da da da." Man like the best time to catch my dad is like when he's doing his kind of when he has one of his work breaks. So you know, we're both lawyers. So sometimes I do find myself obviously at his office getting things done yeah. and like me coming to see him like mm. it means so much like yeah. when you don't need anything from him and you're just there and mm. you just vibe with him it mm. means mm. so much mm. for for mm. him to get that and I usually get like um I usually just like pop in and kind of try and say hey man what's yeah. up how have you been yeah. but I but I always tell him like thank you man like mm. y- you don't know but I pay a lot of attention to what you do yeah yeah and his yeah. lessons like one of his lessons recently actually was really funny he was telling me um you know how sibling rivalry starts mm. he was saying that if you show any favoritism to your children mm. 
and you do it from a very young age trust me when it's old, when they're older there's going to be yeah there's right. going to be a consequence to right. that for you to you say i love this one i don't like mm. this one he said mm. you might think it but never let anyone know yeah. yeah yeah and i was like wow and he was like even in relationships man like even if you're managing people like don't show preferences mm. you know um yeah. treat everyone in a very flat way mm. that way don't give away too much mm. Mm. and i was like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That aspects, that's facts. Tough virtues. Yeah. Tough virtues. Even money. Hey, mm. my dad's my dad has like mm. money. <laughs> His mm. virtues on money are crazy. Like yeah. for him, it's like you'll figure out a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure out your own way. Don't look at mine, my mm. stuff like it's yours. Figure out how you can make kind of a difference in your own life. Yeah. And it's kind of given me the freedom to take that many directions. Like my dad has never looked at the podcast as something that's like, oh, career wise, that's a hazard. No, no, no. He's never like given me, challenged me at all when it comes to my business. Mm. In fact, he's enabled it, and mm. that's something I really take so much to heart. Like mm. how like he's stepped in in situations where I needed help, and like also like assisted me as a businessman with mm. kind of an understanding of the world. Because mm. mm. you know, as much as we can sit here and, th- and say making money out of in this economy is r- is rosy, it's not. Mm. Mm. It's not making a living here is not everyone's going to try some way to undercut you undermine you mm. it's extremely competitive and like dad kind of put that hard virtue the hard virtues of mm. sometimes you need to put your foot down yeah as some time mm. you saw me mm. recently do mm. sometimes you need to put your foot down and go no i don't care who you are mm. this is our value and you're mm. gonna pay up yeah. and pay you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so no, that's 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 incredible. Man. What about that's you, incredible. Mr. Um, Mando? My father, my goodness, where do I even start? Most influential man in life. Oh, 100%, without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt. So uh, I found that my understanding of just how incredible my dad is, is only come about when I've become a man and I've been in the real world. Because <laughs> growing, <yeah? laughs> growing up, you can just sort of think, oh, that's just dad. Like, you don't know how things got there. You don't know how things arrive. You don't know what seeing him every morning go at a certain time. Or you go, you go to the bathroom at like 5 a.m. and then you hear someone and it's your dad. You know, you don't realize the grit and the grind that's gone into your lifestyle mm. when you're younger. It's only when you get uh, older and you have to firstly start paying for things yourself. You start realizing what this moment in your life meant, what that moment in your life meant. And then they start to now tell you stories that now you can understand. Because mm. up until I was like mid, early, I'd say early 20s, I just took it for granted. Like this is just mm. dad. Um, <clears throat> so moving from, for, for context for my, for my dad, he grew up as, I think I've mentioned this before, as an orphan. Parents died when he was, when he was like three and then another one when he was five. So just an orphan, just in Meru, no shoes, just vibes, just vibes. Um, and then managed to just like forge his way. And these are stories that I now realize when I'm older, like that's insane. Like coming to Kenya, like I'm seeing the journey. So from a young age, I was like, oh, dad had no parents. Okay. I don't have two grandparents. Okay. But now realizing what that means for a young man in Meru to find his way to um, get scholarships, to now end up in Europe, to become a manager at like 21, go into a niche with foresight that like uh, polymer science is going to be something further down the line that no one's really done and offer value that way. I started to understand that because it was a very formative, I'd say year and a half where we, I think I've mentioned this a few times, we worked together. Um, and so I was with him every day in the car. So you start hearing these stories, right? Um, or, or you take it for coffee and you're like, dad, tell me about this time in your life and he'll be like ah yes ah 1989 and then there's a story like what so it's under i've really recently started to understand like the grit that this man has shown throughout his life so um moving to like moving us to the uk and then also going through like health issues and then maintaining our life sometimes at the detriment of him and detriment of like his health his his time his efforts is something that 
yeah, now I'm like, okay, that's an incredible man. Some of the virtues that I've seen from him that I've taken is how to interact with women because I've never seen somebody with that much that much respect for women, not even just the women in a house, like in general, if you're in a cafe, if you're in a queue, like just that chivalry, that gentlemanness. I remember when we were young, I don't know if this happened to you, where you're always like the, the point of contact in your community. So if somebody comes that'll be like oh let me let me drive you let me let me drop you home no you can't take a train you can't take a bus do you need a car here's a car do you want to stay with us there's a spare room like i used to hate that growing up because i'd be like oh, i just want us to go as a family and go but we're taking this one and a half hour detour because he doesn't want a lady to catch a train after 10 p.m like those kind of stuff i've now realized later on that like okay that's the kind of man i want to be but in my own kind of version so i've seen that work ethic is something that i'm oh my goodness like I think I'm doing enough. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, he remember that story from my dad. So uh, during that year, I always say this it was the most transformative year. During that year, I used to notice that um, the guys, like, by that time he was 60, touching 60. Um, one of the biggest lessons I took in terms of integrity, similar to your dad, was... So he worked for a company where he was a consultant, right? So when you're a consultant, you're given, like, a, a company card. And the limit is dumb. Like, there's no real cap. It's, you need to go to this place? Okay, cool. You want, where do you want to... How do you want to travel? First business? Like, Go. Um, which route you want to take, like which car you need to rent. So most guys, especially as probably as a younger guy, when you're given that kind of freedom, that kind of like sort of no budget thing, you'd go and just be like, I want the most expensive car if we're going to go here. I'll travel first class, I'll do this. But when we're like booking, sometimes we're like, oh, can you book? We need to go. Because we used to travel Central Europe every Friday. So sometimes um, he'd say, oh, can you book the, the flights or whatever? So I'd be like, cool. So I'd come with him like, okay, th this is the flight from here to um, Prague. And then from Prague, we have to go elsewhere. But he used to, to save the company money that they didn't need to save. He would rather um, drive, no, get a plane to Austria and then drive like another three or four hours just so that he saves the company a certain amount of money. When he goes to a hotel, he'll never get the best hotel. Even though he's got the card to do it, he'll never get the best hotel. He'll go and get one that, because he always says like, if it was my money, I'd want someone to do it that way. So now me being a passenger seat and we go now to, to rent the car, um, they'll sit down and be like, okay, which car, which car do you want for the week? And there's like different tiers, right? There's like luxury, there's like premium, there's like economy. He'd always go for economy every single time. And I'll be like, why? Like I'm a young 21, I'm like, why don't we just get that car? So seeing him handle someone else's money and have that. And the thing is, he didn't want anything for it. Like he didn't even, they never even recognized what he was doing, but he was sort of doing it from a place of like, this is just, even if no one's looking, like the level of integrity you need to show is, is paramount. And you see that it always ends up coming back to you. Like mm. That kind of, I don't care if I'm not doing it for applause, I'm not doing it for, I'm doing it for me to carry on that sort of, the, the moral, like to carry on with my sort of morals. So for me, that was, that was huge. And then during that year as well, um, just sort of seeing how he, like similar to your, very similar to your dad, treating everyone with respect. So going to another country, um, you have to like, he'll start a project from scratch. So you have to go on the ground and find out you know, um, in this economy, in this uh, environment, like where's the working class? Where's this class? Where can we put the factory? Where are we going to get workers from? So it means you have to interact with people from every walk of life, right? So I was in those meetings. You're talking to like the mayor and, you, and he'll give him the same respect as he's talking to like a the worker guy. that's going to mm. build the factory, that's going to excavate the ground. Mm. So I think one of the main things I think that creates a great man is not what they tell you, but what they show you. So for me, like now being 30 years old and now having to make my own way in life based on the values he's given me, 
I can appreciate them more. And he never sat down and said, this is what we do, this is what we do. I'll just see him up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Like we go to a hotel and before we go to bed, he's like, have you written the proposal for tomorrow? And I'm like, ah, we could do it in the morning. No, we don't sleep until it's done. It's like 4 a.m. we just landed. So yeah, now those kind of things, they impact you even more effectively. Um, one of the things I've noticed from this as well is now when we're sort of stay, staying together, I had I, I created this, I don't know what it, where it came from, but there was this thing where I could never let him see me sleeping. <laughs> I, I, like even to this day, like even if he comes to Kenya, yeah. I could never, if I hear him mm. leaving like the bedroom, yeah. then I have to be, I'm working like, on it. Yeah, like yeah. there's that kind of, it's kind of a, a pressure that it puts on you to kind to of work to more. match that because you see what it turns into. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that's, I think that's what he's uh, instilled in me uh, and also bringing me up like, Christian, etc. It's really, yeah, it's given me the pillars I need. Yeah, the and value. Yeah, yeah, it's given me the pillars I need. And he's never had to have the conversation. Yeah. So. One of the other things also I think our dads mm. give us is identity. Mm-hmm. 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 Let me tell you, I am Miru. Yeah. And I know what that means. You mm. know, a lot of people say I am this or that, and you don't really understand mm. what it means to come from a particular group of people yeah. to understand what that means. Yeah. Um, and my dad's really kind of had an impact on that, even with his own personality. Mm. Um, what it means to be a Meru man, mm. to be a man who kind of understands the value he brings to the table and mm. to kind of assert himself and not be afraid to be mm. to take space. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like people from our community, obviously, we we kind of have a reputation for being hot-tempered. Mm. Um, but the one thing that you have to remember that our people are is, one, we are farmers. So mm. it means we know how to plant seeds and watch them grow. Mm. We understand seasons. We mm. understand. Today, I, might go, I need to be steady enough to save, mm. you know, for the hard times mm. and to be bountiful enough to share in the good times. Mm. Um, and the other thing that... I think he also taught me is also, and that's also a part of his character is don't be afraid to take up space. Mm. You know, a lot of people are like, you try and minimize yourself in life and you try to make yourself feel less than, mm. and people will take it as being your confidence for being arrogant. But yeah. it's like, don't be afraid to be confident and to take on life because mm. fundamentally that is what we being a mere man means. Mm. We are a small tribe, but a tribe that gets a lot done. Mm. Mm. You get what I mean? And that kind of personality of don't let anyone kind mm. of water down your value as an African and as a black man mm. and as a man of from a particular area. Don't be afraid to say this is who I am and I'm proud of that. Mm. It's something kind of seen I've seen my dad do. Mm. In his community where he comes from he's called Kijana. Mm. Yeah. Which yeah. means yeah. the youthful one. Mm. So the one with youth. Because mm. like he's always hanging out with the young men, trying mm. to kind of have an impact there and mm trying to kind of work with what's the hottest thing yeah, yeah, yeah. you know in his own community and like trying to mentor people and that's something that i think i also want to kind of put in my own pocket like mm. i want to learn how to you know consistently evolve with the times but remain true to myself man mm, mm, and then mm. i feel like that's what my dad's done yeah yeah okay next question i have to ask you mm. is um career wise and who do you look up to do you have any mentors in your personal career in your personal life mm. outside of your family yeah um if you didn't say outside of my family I would have said hundreds of my dad still um just in terms of we'll get to the now one of my mentors but uh in terms of i've realized this recently mm. the whole idea of just taking risks moving country and pursuing what you care about mm. came from him and i didn't realize this until now come on um when he was 18 he moved to germany yeah. to study engineering didn't know a word of german like just didn't, didn't know went without a jacket didn't just on the plane like oh i don't know how cold it is 
like went there, figured his way out, figured his way and started that career and created a niche. Like seeing that is like mm, insane. Um, so and I've realized I did the same thing. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I did the same thing. I the parallel here. is crazy. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. And then just being like, oh, I'm going to stay here for a few years and then and but how's you Kiswahili? your dad speaks yeah. german he like he speaks top tier german <laughs> not even just normal german like premium german like yeah. it's it's insane um onto the question of Kiswahili. we'll get into that <laughs> next season but uh <laughs> Iko sour Iko <laughs> sour <laughs> but um yeah, premium premium Swahili. premium yeah you can hear yeah yes 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 Iko sour yep. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Um, so uh, that's just parallel. I've realized maybe it's just innate in us. I don't know. Yeah. All moving and yeah, and um, causing an impact. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Your dad um, is definitely. No, he's, 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 he's a beast. Um, so, but in terms of now, people outside of my family, um, I won't mention his name because he doesn't do. He doesn't like publicity and stuff. But I have one mentor that um, I've never actually sat, sat down and said to him, "You're my mentor." But it's just like you, you know, know when we, we yeah. both know. So every time I was with him for dinner, literally a few days ago, every time I sit with this guy, like I will ask questions, as many questions as possible. And the answers I get would always shock me. So um, for context, when I was sort of growing up, he's a few years older than me. He's like mid thirties. So he's about nine, nine, eight years older than me. And from, so how we met is my dad is friends with his mum, And they've known each other for even before sort of we were born, right? before he left Kenya, etc. So now uh, when he came to uh, England, mm-hmm. um, he came and he was attending Cambridge and then ended up working in the city. So as a young guy, I was seeing this level of excellence and wondering, not knowing how intense it was what this guy was doing, but kind of knowing like he has his stuff together. Like if there's yeah. one guy that is a young guy come from Kenya, he has his stuff together. Um, and then he'd always come to my house and my dad would sort of chat with him and then just by design i'd also hear the conversations because he was giving like him advice that he wouldn't give me because i'm not there yet right um so now fast forward fast forward fast forward now when i've sort of come to kenya Mm. i make a point of like we we go for lunches go for dinner and some of the stuff um that he's told me and some of the stuff i've watched him do is insane you know when somebody 10 years ago would say this is what i want to achieve and then you check in 10 years later every single thing has been, has been, has been done yeah. um an example I, i hope you won't mind me sharing this is like leaving a very very high paying job in the city and being like no because if i want to carry on my work my life plan i need to quit this and start from scratch back mm. in nairobi so God. watching him leave come back here and then get married and have kids while he's changing his whole career starting a business and taking risk because he's talked about betting on yourself he's made a plan for the next 10 years and this does not fit in the plan no matter how much money i'm making um so i remember when he first came to kenya uh, he was saying like okay i've come back i've started the company in this year's time i want it to go to this much and then now going to his office and being like oh yep he's done he's taken a whole floor he's done exactly what he said um and then now sitting down with him and him just giving me some of the principles um of being newly married kids being a man like the pressures of um starting a business in kenya successfully like the gems he's given me are insane and now when we sit down he talks about the next phase of his life which is like you know uh the financial freedom aspect the having time for yourself um how he wants his relationship and his kids to be how he wants them to grow up i'm just i'm just like watching a journey and extracting as much value as possible and it's someone that operates at the highest level um just in not even just in kenya just internationally so having just again similar to my dad not him having to tell me too much but just watching him execute at a certain level has just been it's insane so i try to as much as possible sit down and just ask 
questions, life questions, etc., etc., etc. So yeah, that's another guy that's really impacted me, man. I yeah. wish I I have to be conservative with the information, but like he, yeah, I really recommend identifying someone that's doing not even something similar, but just doing something with their life and extracting as much value. Yeah. yeah. Uh, What's another mentor for you that's outside of your family? Man, um, I'm really struggling at this point in my life with that, man. Mm. I won't lie. Because mm. like, uh, I wish I could sit down and tell you, like I've met people who've like lived their life according to the blueprint I want mine to be in. Mm. Mm. Um, but I have a lot of people who are like sounding boards around me that I use. Mm. Um, I, w- I think they're mentors in many ways, but I wouldn't say it's a specific person, yeah. but I'll give you one specific person. Mm. And even he's a bit confidential. Yeah. Um, but he's one of the lawyers I worked under for two years, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, it takes a lot for someone to trust you with the work that they do and with their career mm. at for a certain stage. And I feel like when I was working under this particular person, mm. it was, he was literally mm. my reference point for life, man. And mm. if I was, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have the worldview that I have about the profession I'm in, in terms of law. Mm. Um, nor would I have the same ideas in terms of business simply because of the rooms he allowed me to be in. Mm. Um, I'd say his name, but I haven't asked for permission, so I yeah, won't. Yeah. But like, um, dude, like working under this guy was insane. Like, mm. and and I told you when I was putting it together in my CVs, when I realized, yo, man, I've been project lead for some projects that I had no business. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. no business, man, doing. And he gave me so much trust, man. I learned a lot. Um, I remember this particular project that I was doing, which was one of the biggest mergers. Um. Uh, government uh, that the government of Kenya was actually carrying out at the time, mm. and the fact that I have that in my CV is mm. just down to the fact that he put his trust in this young man. Mm. Mm. Uh, and man, like I remember when I I went to Naivasha, I went alone, right? Mm. And it was just me and him. Mm. And you know when you're working with someone in the office, you don't need to do the small things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. need to do the small things, mm. but this guy. Man, such a legend. That's what I'm thinking about. It's yeah. such a legend. Yeah. Uh, so we both came obviously in separate uh, vehicles, but like his um, his car at the time uh, kind of got a puncture. Mm. And you know, for you, he started having car, car trouble. Mm. And for you, you don't really need to mm. like do anything. Mm. But like, I remember that one act of taking, going to the Nakuru at that time, it was in Naivasha, going to Naivasha and then looking for a mechanic and then getting the mechanic, bringing that mechanic back, working on the car with him, it mm. earned me a dinner mm. with him. Yeah. And now like we started talking about career. Mm. And he was asking me, because uh, I was asking him like, what kind of motivated you um, to kind of switch? Because this man was like a big government officer mm. um, to switch from that to private practice. And he was telling me that he kind of understood that if you want to make a real change in this world, like sometimes it's not public offices that are going to make that change mm. that you'll find that people are sitting in offices waiting for a salary waiting to get paid and mm. they don't really care about the impact of the work that they do and for him he was like i've always wanted to have my career and my work to have more of an impact on people and on society and if you look at the projects that he's done he's trying to build bridges build mm. roads mm. um create opportunities for investment within government through public private partnerships mm. And I was like mind blown at the fact that like, yo, this guy has everything. Mm. 
yeah. You get, you get what I mean? He has everything. If yeah. you're looking for a stellar career, he has that. Mm. Connections from here to heaven, he has that. Mm. He has all the networks that he needs. He's had multiple degrees, mm. a lot of international education, mm. constantly traveling the world. Mm. And using him as a sounding board in my career has been one of the best decisions that I've ever made. Yeah. Because even when I was telling him I was leaving for um, kind of the masters, mm. he was very, very supportive, drew up my um, mm. recommendation letter and he read so beautifully, man. He, mm. dude, like yeah. that's definitely someone mm. who I look up to and I hope that like I won't disappoint with kind of the decisions that I make, you know? Mm. Yeah, man. Now we do whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So vibes. Yeah, yeah man. And yeah. he teaches me a lot about like life and relationships. Mm. He even sends me videos. I mm. remember he sent me a video of um, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And asked me, okay, what are your thoughts? Let's debate this. It's a difficult conversation. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, let's yeah. debate life. And yeah. I feel like, like you said, like for him, a lot of the stuff I learned from him was pay attention and look. Yeah, just watch their trajectory and yeah. watch the execution. Exactly. And I love yeah. the pressure of being like, I don't want to disappoint I don't want to disappoint him. Yeah, no chance. Because yeah, he yeah. took a big bet, guys. Mm. I, I want you to imagine. <coughs> mm. I could. I wish I could tell you the projects I was doing. It was mm. such a big bet. Like, mm. um, remember that one of the last projects that I did was a, an audit, a bank audit. Do you remember mm. that? Yeah. And how? Over there. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like in the middle of doing that last project, um, like um, Eli watched me. Mm. You watched me, kind of. Mm go through the motions, the mm. rigors of mm. that particular transaction. Do you think that I'd be able to do that if I didn't mm. have a team exactly. leader who trusted me? Yeah, yeah. So shout out to to him, man. I won't yes. say his name because he yeah. hasn't permitted it, but maybe we might be putting out content with him. Fingers <laughs> crossed, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's, mentors are essential. And if you can't find them physically, find them virtually. But today is about people we know physically. Um, the next person mm. that I want to shout out in terms of men in my life that have given me like a, a level of a level of this person's giving me a level of love that personally I don't deserve a level of like openness and vulnerability that has shaped me but he doesn't realize it's my, my older brother right so um I don't understand sometimes <laughs> how a human can be as kind as this guy is like hey wow okay yeah, so there it is. Nah, nah, this is like my bro. And this, this is a thing. You know, when now you have, you, have, you have to vocalize it, it's something that you realize it's in your head, but you don't, you yeah, never yeah. sat down and said out loud. Like, in terms of being a protector, I remember first, first example of him uh, protecting me, right? I was like, what, 11 years old? This is when I was like, okay, yeah, this guy's got my back for life, right? He's the kind of guy that I know would jump in front of a car for me, type thing. Um, so I remember I was like 11, 12. And this was probably the most traumatic experience ever, right? So, I, yeah, so we went, to, we went to school and I had like a group of friends. There was like 10 of us. I must have been younger than 11, 12. There was like 10 of us in the group. And then there was this one guy in our group that for some reason hated me. But we were still in the same friendship group and we lived three doors down from each other. I was definitely younger than 11. So... This, this is when the PlayStation 1 came out. Ooh. So, yeah, back in the day. That's how young come we were. Come on, that's yeah. So, um, I lived here. He lived three doors down. Shout out to yeah. Sony. What's yeah, that? come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we lived at 158 and he lived at like 146, right? So, I went to his house one evening. And you know it's real when you know the house number. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, 158 Warwick Road. <laughs> yeah, OX169 PZ. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, we used to... So, I lived there and then he was like, oh, do you want to come over and play PlayStation? I was like, yeah, cool. So, get there. I think we're playing... What's that? Uh, the guy with the weird... I can't remember the name of the game. But we're playing it. And then we're like, cool, yeah, see you later. Nice to meet you. Cool. Nice to see you, buddy. See you at school tomorrow. 
So when I go to school the next day, there's this rumor. This is so wild. This is how it escalates so much. I come and everyone's like, look at me like, like shaking their head. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, we heard what you did to um, this guy's cat, right? <laughs> oh. So I'm like, what do you mean cat? What are we talking about? What do you mean cat? So he's like, yeah, you put the cat's tail in the PlayStation. I was like, I'm sorry? We're kids. We're kids. Trust me, this is, there's, a, there's a reason we're getting here. I'm like, what? So you're in England, so animal cruelty is a, it's, it's a, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a cardinal it's, it's, Yeah, it's a cardinal sin. I mean. So I'm like, so everyone's like hating me. And I'm like... What is going on? Like these are my, what's why did why is why everyone would just they turning would an in a yeah. in a PlayStation? First of all, it wouldn't close. Like what what is this? Yeah. So that whole day, everyone's like, "Oh, you're you're gonna have a fight this evening. You're gonna have a fight this evening." And I'm like, "Ah, this is rubbish." So I walk home on my own, and I get there was this a park in a uh, called People's Park, right in, in Oxfordshire. So I used to to get home, I had to walk through the park. So there I am, do, 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 little Eli, uh, you know, my little my little Eli with like some of my teeth missing, do, 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 backpack, and then I walk, <laughs> I arrive. And I see all my boys. And I'm like, oh, hey. Then I see him. And I'm like, why is everyone waiting for me? I was like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Forgetting the, the beef that's happened. So I go talk to my friends and he just pushes me. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, what, what, wait, what's going on? So he pushes me and then my friends are like, they like surround me. And then they want me to now fight this guy. And I'm like, you're my boy. What, what's going on? So like, I remember we got into like a little scrap and I was starting to win. And then other people got involved and I was starting to like beat me up. And I'm like what the hell, hell is, going, is on. going on so naturally i get a few punches and, I, and so i managed to i was quick i was quick so i managed to like run home like i just i run home i get home <laughs> i get home and i've got like like a bloody bloody lip my eyes a bit swollen and my mom's like hey hey what has happened gay and then my brother's like move out of the way he looks at me he's like what happened he's, he's like what's happened and i tell him he goes say less right what is he so, <laughs> so firstly he was in the same year as this guy's sister so he calls the sister and bear in mind, we live two, three doors away. He's like, what have you done to my brother, blah, 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 um, And then she's like, what do you mean? She had no idea what's going on. And he was like, I want you, your brother, and all those boys to meet me in the park in 30 minutes. He grabs me. He walks me back to the park. <laughs> this guy beat. <laughs> Whooped everyone. All of them. <laughs> all of them. And then he pinned his sister against the wall. And he said some explicit stuff. Pinned the sister against the wall and made everyone apologize to me. And then walked me back to the house. He's like, it's done. I was like, that's when I was like, yeah, first of all, you do not support violence against women. No, he didn't. He didn't beat. He just <laughs> put her against the wall. I gave her a few words, right? Because he beat everyone else. And he put her against the wall. I just gave her peace of her mind. And then he, she made now him apologize to me and everything. And then at school, no one did anything after that, right? So that was the first moment I was like, this guy, like we've been yeah. in so many balls together that he was like, this guy. I was like, he would he would kill for me. And fast forward a few years later, we moved to another area. And this is uh, growing up in the UK is fun, guys. So we used to play this this game. When I say it now in 2022, it's wild. Yeah. We used to play football, but it used to be... <laughs> used to be? I can't even say it. <laughs> Blacks and Asians versus whites. Are you kidding me? My God. That's just how we made up the team because we lived in a predominantly Asian area. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was a lot. And the thing is, uh, like Indians, they all live in the same house like yeah. a lot of the time, right? Very smart for creating wealth and like mortgages and stuff. So you'd have like six cousins. Yeah. That's half a team. Yeah. Then you'd have me and my brother. Yeah. Right. That's like eight. Yeah. Then you get a few more uh, random random Asians. So you got like an eleven. You got your eleven. And then obviously you're in a white area. So there's whites. Yeah. Right. So whites have subs. We don't have subs because you know minority and that. So anyway, so I remember I was a beating a fresh I, two white teams. Promise. Okay, I was beating <laughs> one white one, bringing another white one. Then when that's done, go, uh, go to house number four and forty-eight. They yeah. must have a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So so we go. We play this match. 
And mm. like, this is not to sound arrogant, but I was sick of football. Like I was back in the day, yo, I was mad. So I was good that it annoyed them how good I was. Yeah. So imagine I'm like making kids fall over. Yeah. And then like, they start to get a bit like pushing me. They start trying to foul me. Yeah. And my brother's on the same team as me. So he's seeing that. Yeah. And then I remember at one point I got tackled bad. And bro was like, nah, it's the last draw. He just went for them. Like, boo, 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 boo. And then now the Indians got involved. And now, now it's just a, a brawl. Now the race yeah, is really, yeah, yeah. ah, And I'm Ray the youngest. Like exactly. Destroy the colonialist. <laughs> I wish this is bigger. was there in 1855. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, this international alliance is. I'm telling you. <laughs> so. Let's, we all eat chapati. Just <laughs> <laughs> destroy the colonialist. <laughs> This stuff started from early. Yeah. So the fight breaks out and Jesus. I was always the youngest playing ball. I was always the youngest kid and the smallest kid. Like that's why it's... So the fight happens and after a while, I think the Indian guys were like, why are we backing up? What's going on here? So they kind of like leave and then me and my brother are like, okay, we're outnumbered now. So he grabs me again. He's like, we're going home. We lived like 400 yards away. It was like the park, like two turns. So as we're going, we're walking back to the house. Oh my now God. there's the white guys versus me and my brother. I can't fight. I'm like... 10 11. So and these kids are like, the dog. The guy was like Feral. firstly punching them up and then we run, right? And he's making sure I don't get caught. involved. So yeah. he's like, keep going. Bah, 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 we run. Keep going. Bah, 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 we run. I get keep going, Elijah. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so he's just mashing these kids up. And then I, I remember one kid. So he's like, so imagine we're like this. Like, so he's fighting like maybe two, three people. And then one goes around the back and like flops me, right? He lost it. He lost it. First he was like, go home. And <laughs> You don't about you to know see. What I, you don't see what's about to happen. <laughs> it's like, go home. This guy, bang, 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 managed to like hold them off and then comes home just like mashed up. It was like, it's fine. It's fine. And this is all because a kid tackled me. Yeah. So yeah. this is, and fast forward now, a few more yeah. years later, I remember once I ended up going to a party, one of the first times I ever um, went to a party and he didn't have a driver's license. <laughs> I called him like, I need to come home. He's like, say less. My parents were in London. He took one of the cars. He was like 16. No license. This one, this guy will kill for me. Took the car, <laughs> drives, and I remember the party was in a really, really posh village. So imagine a black guy in a car. No drunk, license. No license. He comes he, and um, he picks me up. <laughs> but then as he's reversing out of this, like, it was a really nice house. As he's reversing out, he reverses. So like there's a house here and then a house here. He reverses, but I think he pushed the accelerator too much. <laughs> Smacks the car into <sighs> now this, another really nice house. And now the white people come out, ah, a black guy has crashed into my wall. Oh, so I remember that happening. And then that's like, because he just wants to pick me up. So like, I've just seen if there's a guy that I don't deserve the amount of love and the amount of like Man, protection. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like, and I remember that, that journey, because we're meeting our parents in London the next day. That journey, because then the police obviously called like, this is your vehicle, calls my mum's car. And there's no license. There's no license. We've seen your son. And then my mum's like, brilliant. My black, my black boys are criminals now. Brilliant. It's done. And then do you know what's crazy? He never said why he was driving. He, he never like, yeah, said. Didn't say I was even there. Didn't say I was even in the car. He just took all the blame. And I was there in the car, like, what? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I was in, I was in, I was in the village, and I was going to see my friends, and then I crashed the car. So my parents thought I was asleep the whole time. Took, they're probably hearing this for the first time, mum. Yeah. It was because of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that, just that kind of un, Jesus un, Christ, man. Yeah, the love he has for me is is dumb. I mean, even now, yeah. if I ever have a problem, yeah, because I'm, I'm a fast, because I'm a fastborn son, so I know yeah. kind of the lens I'd go for my younger exactly. brother, man, for yeah. Dennis. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, just seeing, just seeing that, like my number one protector, number one roots for me every yeah. single time. So yeah, uh, just the amount of love. Yeah. Let me tell you something about oh. younger brothers, though. Oh. I think 
Me and Sam are probably the same mind. Mm. Our younger brothers, you don't want to mess with our mm. younger brothers. Yeah. You don't, you really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, you really don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I have a very cool, you've met him, uh, younger bro, Dennis. Nonchalant. Ice cold. Yeah. Complete opposite of who yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just doesn't care. Yeah. That, remember that day, what did he say? Obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, no, it, 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 it was like he said something like not you something something oh, about pompa, your pompous yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just was it oh there's a word he used yeah. uh during my birthday the yeah. dinner the like dinner. i remember that yeah yeah, yeah yeah there was a word he he boosted us or something like yeah that. like yeah. my personality and his mm. are completely yeah, different it's hilarious to watch yeah hilarious, completely yeah. different like mm. he's more chill mm. much more calm mm. Way, way too wise beyond his age because, yeah. like, he's the last born child in the home, so like, he sees everyone's mistakes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, he internalizes everyone's thinking, mm. and like, he's the one. If you want to know mm. everyone's personality, Dennis knows how to kind of handle that. Yeah. And like, as the older brother for me, it's always like, um, actually, there's an incident that recently happened. So, my younger brother was complaining about someone, mm. um, constantly putting them down, like, someone who worked, um, who was kind of working with us. Mm constantly being a problem for him like mm. and you know he doesn't whine my mm. he does not whine um and i just had to step in and like remove mm. that person from his life because like yeah. if especially for a young guy like mm. there's a lot of stuff i feel like when you're becoming a man your older brother definitely knows and understands way more mm. than you do mm. and um he's i think he's learning to drive now so mm. like I get to have the opportunity to teach him how to do things like drive, Adorable. go outside, yeah. meet chicks, yeah. like all these little wow. things yeah. Yeah. that like for me, I had yeah. no one to kind of show me the way. Like yeah. I had to learn the hard way. Like for him, yeah. I always tell him like, you always be very transparent about, let's say yeah. when you're going on dates, don't go and pick a place that's too expensive. Yeah have coffee always say i'm going for coffee so that you kind of Mm -hmm. don't have to buy lunch yeah you know like those things that's we are not told so you're going there you're opening a menu and then you and most chicks follow what you order so if you you order some do some are just audacious (laughs) if you order if you order their burger with some pork ribs or rice and pork ribs yeah don't expect this girl to go and order tea uh, she loaded the salmon. Yeah, she loaded the, the salmon. Like you know, small things like those. Yeah, I feel like I get the privilege of kind of showing him and kind mm. of telling him about. Mm. And like even for him, he always tells me like how much he's learned by being observant and watching kind mm. of how I've lived my life, man. Mm. Mm. And he's such a cool, cool dude. So mm. I've never had to go mm. to the extreme for him. Mm. But like I can tell you, as like a younger brother, mm. is definitely someone mm. you can kill for. Like yeah. if any, if yeah. my brother called me. And said he needed something. It takes a lot for me to go and say, ah, yeah, yeah. For me, I'll be like, chill. Let mm. me figure. I might not have it now. Yeah, but let yeah. me figure out a way to get you what you exactly. need. And he, he's just graduating, and probably by the time this episode is out, he'll he'll just he'll be a graduate. And mm. just the fact that he's so committed to his studies, to his self development, yeah, is so insane. Mm. And like I said, we are we're opposites. And mm. sometimes even in families, that's how it goes. Like you're not exact. You don't have your brother's exact personality, but mm. how you make that relationship work is so so important because you only have one brother mm, you know what yeah, i mean yeah 100 one of the i think watching another man's life that's not your dad that you love at the same level is incredible because mm. on my on my end in terms of watching the progression like yours your brother's graduating watching the progression of my brother has been so interesting because obviously you have different life paths right yeah but from me what i've seen is somebody that despite adversity like you'll fight your demons and you'll get there in the end so like the path my brother has taken is 
much tougher than the one that I have. Um, maybe because it was a firstborn, etc. And I've watched somebody that no matter what they're going through, just remains to you. He'll give you the same energy, energy the same love. Like my brother, because I think um, when he sort of graduated, there was a massive shortage of like jobs and employment just that year, like really unfortunately. <clears throat> and I remember him having to, you know, go get a job. And then I think it's 2008 during the economic collapse and then like jobs are going and just seeing somebody completely getting like life just goes battered down. Fight your demons, come back, batter down, fight your demons, come back, has been like for me beautiful to watch. Because now when I look at some of the stuff I have to go through, I'm like, it's nowhere near what yeah. he's had to go for. And he still managed to. And like finally, he's managed to like get the exact job he wants, the exact organization he's wanted for like 10 years. But watching someone for 10 years, like, it's fine, we'll go again. It's fine, we go again, yeah. has been just beautiful. So sometimes it's not even having to watch somebody succeed at a ridiculous level, it's watching somebody have to go through tough times and still turn up has been a massive benefit for me as well. Yeah, yeah incredible. Yeah. So some, sometimes you don't have to look at, yeah. like for me, you have to look at someone like, oh, you're doing amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's like you're doing day by day and if, you get yeah. there and you if, get there. Even the my younger brother has yeah. kind of had that. Even I have had that. But yeah. like for him, I think mm. it's with kind of, he's kind of figured out life. At, mm. You know, that's another thing about like a sibling, like watching another man, like figure this thing called yeah. life oh out God. on yeah. his own. And he's picking his own paths yeah. based on his own life experiences yeah. and finding his voice. I, that's something I think is very important. Like mm. when you w- see mm. a sibling find their voice, because there are phases in life where the parents are telling them everything, mm. you know, mm. everyone's telling them how to live their life. And then they're like, nah, this, yeah, is, this is what I want. Do. Yeah. 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 And like to empower that, to mm. say, is this what you want? Yeah. Okay. Let's see how we can make it happen for you. Yeah. You get what yeah. I mean? That's yeah. something that I think is fundamental, mm. like to anyone's development, because sometimes mm. I feel like, as much as parents can be very instructive and helpful, mm. they can unknowingly like mm. s- like s- like simmer no not simmer down like choke the flames yeah. that kind of make you yeah. who you are. Mm. And like seeing my younger brother like still you know Gen Z is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. stick to who he is and yeah. even he's influenced a lot and he doesn't know this what i watch and what i consume mm. yeah mm. because like yo this guy mm. is watching uh about Ele- uh, is it called about elementary mm. uh, this black mm. conscious ah there we go content yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. Aye, aye, aye. Ah. no me i'm there like i'm there big dude i as much as i might run a male-led podcast mm. um on on manhood and stuff and masculinity and and life and and all these different things for him it's like he internalizes everything we say. He'll mm. watch man talk and say, but there you said this, which is sounding a lot like this particular person. Mm. Uh, mm. They're, 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 we need to separate your brand. Like he's very yeah, perceptive. perceptive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not something I think about. Mm. Uh, and I feel like without having him in my life, man, like mm. and seeing how he does life differently from how I do life, I also mm. definitely pick up a few lessons. Yeah. 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 That thing about like, regardless of what people are advising you, charting your own path yeah. is incredible and you yeah. end up you end up getting the results even if it's a long period of yeah, time yeah even if it's yeah, a long period of time someone yeah. i'd also want to shout out that i can't like say hasn't had um who's like had a huge impact in my life is my grandparents man oh, really? wow oh. so in primary school <clears throat> so this is when i was at peak peak oscar if you ask me peak oscar like if you ask me in my life mm-hmm. in terms of um life achievements and kind of where my personality really shone through other than now mm. in this stage of my life. Did I, did I, do you know why I like lightning bolts? I've never told you the story. No, no, no. Um, Tell me and the man talking. Yeah, <laughs> man, there was a time I yeah. wanted to be deputy head boy. Okay. 
uh-huh. of of my primary school uh-huh. early political career yeah <laughs> um yeah. I, the reason why i did it is because uh, one of my mentors at that time his name his name was mr kamwara um mm. i don't know if you'll ever watch this um, mm. but he taught me english in primary school mm. um said you, should, you know you know i think you have a lot of leadership skills i think i believe a lot in you um mm. um i think you you'd want to do this now the reason why mr kamwara took an interest in me is because of my granddad so my grandfather mm. Mm. Fo- was one of the founders of um his name is gerald ntoikonyoa so he founded mm. um Taraka Boys High School. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So when he was my age, uh-huh. he he met a man called um, William. Is it William James? Uh-huh. Went to Taraka, which is one of the more arid areas of Meru, uh-huh. and they founded basically the uh-huh. a school there, and uh-huh. as as well as other agricultural businesses. Uh-huh. And the impact he had to, in that area. Oh. made the people from that area always know him to be like a legend like yeah. someone who like helped them start the town and kind of oh. took that town to a new to, to a level to a oh. certain level in terms of education oh. he also like taught a lot of the teachers of that area because oh. he was also a teacher at some point and he's also a, a preacher so he oh. did a lot of like oh. t- touched a lot of lives with his work mm-hmm. and that primary school teacher at that time oh saw me and knew I was like his grandson and mm. was like I think you couldn't go for lead you should try and be a leader in your life mm. it's something very small right mm. like yeah and I chose at that stage in my life I was like what sign you know you need a sign for you for mm. your and I chose the lightning bolt ah yeah chose the same logo lightning yeah. bolt yeah. and like it's mm. been kind of my logo the whole every text you get from Oscar ends with the lightning bolt that's <laughs> just yeah, good morning lightning bolt lightning bolt <laughs> we can throw it like and like in the yeah like in the end that just shows and i did end up being the deputy head boy uh, which uh, also set me up for kind uh, of being more confident and learning to speak up which uh, also set me up for going to a better high school which uh, also has set me up for uh, being able to write and speak well which uh, has also set us up for this uh, podcast uh, uh, so you see small things yeah, 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 yeah. like those that my grandfather kind of do, that small seed and this is, goes back to that thing i said about being meru uh, and planting seeds uh, the small seed that he planted in that teacher through uh, his work helped me kind of make it in, in primary school and find a mentor who was supporting me at that stage in my life mm. that has allowed me to be the man I am today the lawyer mm. who's able mm. to use those same skills mm. that this man said I could have yeah yeah and my granddad man like your I can't say I've seen cuz I've seen someone who's more um impactful in in terms of the man I am today another story I had asthma right and mm. I struggled with asthma a lot when I was much younger At that time we used to think it was bronchitis but it became full blown asthma when I was like in my primary school mm. and I also got malaria the guy who used to pick me up mm. from my Meru boarding school I, used, I went to a school called Fred's Academy in Meru was my granddad in mm. his like pickup yeah. puts me in there like talks to me tells me everything's going to be fine and nurses me back to full health sends me back to school mm. this used to happen every year you can imagine like when when weather changes and dust used to happen and mm. i really didn't understand how to mitigate the disease through activities mm. i was very i used to get sick often like at least once or twice a term mm. um mm. and it used to it never affected my performance as much but like it created a relationship mm. my grandma used to wake up at mm. night hearing me cough uh, yeah. you get what i mean yeah, yeah. and then make me ginger this is 3 a.m mm. mm. and make me ginger tea and then yeah. give make me wake up and drink the ginger mm. then take me to hospital in the morning yeah 
you know then i inhalers i have an inhaler in meru till today yeah. i still have my inhaler in meru yeah. because my grandma still and my granddad still make sure that yeah. i have that it's all these small things yeah. like my grandfather kind of nursed me into health and sitting with him and hearing the traditional stories the songs yeah. Yeah. the how he grew yeah. up with his father yeah. where the sense of identity yeah. my uncles where they my grandfather's brothers where they came from yeah. um how land was divided in mm. those days mm. where people would get land mm. how the colonialist came mm. and mm. the stories around that how he found christianity mm. and the story around you see yeah. all these this body of work yeah, you don't realize but it's yes yeah, yeah. is slowly entering your head and mm. you now that you're a grown man you can now pass that knowledge to your children and your mm. generation mm. and i feel like my grandparents man they did a lot for that and that's mm. on my mom's side um mm. but also my father's side mm. i met him when i was like slightly older around 11 12 and i had a relationship with my grandfather my dad's mm. dad mm. before he died mm. and his wife as well mm. and like that relationship i've had with my grandparents man has really like nurtured mm. me into the man i am today and mm. it would it would be a miss of me to go like my mm. grandparents my grandfathers from both sides mm. all of them a chiefs all of them mm. shared with me their experiences mm. one has written a book that i am going to read mm. <laughs> nice. yeah yeah man um and knowing who i am knowing what it means to be who you are that mm. sense of cultural identity as an african man in a world that puts down mm. masculinity with as much aggression as possible mm. it has really made me <laughs> yeah it's been an anchor in your life yeah, yeah. that's really blessed a blessing to have grandparents man i unfortunately never knew my dad's obviously and my parents my mom's side they died when and i met them once but they died when i was very young yeah but no i can imagine the impact of like that other other generation yeah and you must be incredible yeah um so shout out to your grandparents shout, shout out to my grandparents, grandparents man um, like my granddad is always yeah. asking me what is that uh, v? The, on youtube on the youtubes the yeah, facebooks yeah, what are uh, <laughs> what are those things yeah yeah i think the final the final guy i'll say uh to to because we've done three or three three each, right? Yeah. The final guy I say, um, it's a bit of a deep one, a bit of an emotional one, but we'll go for it. Mm. Off the hip. Okay. Um, so it's my first best friend that taught me like that you can be loved by somebody outside of the family, by another mm. guy outside of the family. So, um, and he's the one that unfortunately passed away when we were 18. Yeah. I got my tattoo here. So I remember growing up, I had the best childhood. Like it was, especially summers, like we lived right opposite a college that had a massive park like acres of land trees etc so i remember my next door neighbor for some reason in my life i've always been best friends with triplets it's very strange um so my next door neighbor um that's very my, strange yeah it's very strange very strange <laughs> so my best friend there, there was a set of triplets um and so we lived next door so our fence used to be across from each other every summer i spent every single summer with this boy right so so i came from a black household obviously it came from white household white households are more liberal like yeah you can go out yeah you want to go out yeah you can go out you want to come over a black families number one, you don't eat at someone's house yeah uh, rule number no, one. yeah you don't eat at someone's house number two, if i say you can't go out for no reason you can't go out number three, um like not everyone can come into this house but <laughs> <laughs> that must be fun ah it's lit it's lit shout out to mum and dad but it's just it's just a thing it's a black yeah, thing right yeah. so um i remember so there used to be a thing where like he's always allowed out and not I'm not always allowed out but he was so persistent he was the only friend that was always allowed in the house he was the friend that my parents loved the most on a saturday i would wake up and he I would I'd wake up from my bed and he would be there like Eli, i spoke to your parents you can come out like on a saturday <laughs> at 9am he's just there and i wake up to my friend like he's come from next door we used to th- like throw a ball from <laughs> 
for like three hours straight, just a tennis ball. And this is where I like one of the massive pillars of my childhood was being best friends with him. It's called Matthew. So we used to, so we had very big like front yards. So I would stand maybe a hundred feet on my green and he would stand on his. And I remember we'll just throw a tennis ball, not talking for like maybe three, four hours. And that used to just be like some of the best summer. If I'm not allowed out, that's what we'll do. We'll just throw, throw tennis balls. Then we'll go, we'll build tree houses and every Saturday we'll save up, save up our money. We'll go and we started understanding fashion together. We'd go, we'd save, I've got 10 pounds. I want to buy a cardigan. I reckon this will go good with this. And even if like he wasn't buying anything, he would always come with me. And then we used to have a thing every Wednesday called Crumpet Wednesdays, where we used to try and learn how to cook. <laughs> so every Wednesday after school, he would wait for me at the bus stop and walk together to tell stories about the day because we went to like different high schools. Um, secondary schools, high schools. So then we walk back together. We're like, it's Crumpet Thursday. So we'll save up our money. We'll go. When I had the sweets business, he was the one that was like, oh, that's a really good idea. How much have you made today? I've made this much. Like just championing you every single day of your life. Um, mm. Unfortunately, we lost him when I moved away. But I remember one of the most uh, beautiful things was the year before he passed. So I'd moved to Kent from Oxfordshire. So I remember he, we'd, he'd just turned 18 and I had just turned 20 or 21. Or nine, no, I think 20, I just turned 20, I was two years older. And I remember he came to Kent, um, and this is why like, I never take for granted now moments with friends, because he came to Kent, he came to visit me, we spent like, um, I think he stayed with us for like a week. So he saved up all his money from his job, so he can like get a train, come, we chill, went to London, I'd show him like the southeast, we'd go everywhere, took him to some parties, he met a girl, it was lit. Like he got <laughs> a girlfriend from my area, then now he'll try and travel to come and see her. And then, so... Within like two months of him coming to visit me, he passed away. Oh, no. So like I never take for granted. And if someone's like, come out. Or if someone's like, let's do this trip. Or if someone's like, let's go here. That's what, I don't know if you've noticed, but like yeah, I don't yeah, like you don't, you saying don't. no. Because yeah, you, you never don't. know the last time you're going to spend like with your buddy. So he was the first best friend I ever had. Um, and I think that's always a, just showing like love to somebody that's not your family. Um, yeah, that's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Me, if, if you take me down that road, Mr. Mwenda, yeah, yeah, you know who I'll say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know we gotta yeah. we gotta talk about Alex. We yeah. gotta talk about the boy. The boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I met Alex in nursery school. Mm. I don't know if, have mm. I told you the story? Uh, once. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh-huh. Me and Alex went to the same pre-unit class, which is just before you go to the first mm. class one. Me and Alex met. Mm. And Chris, I don't know if you remember the guy from Johannesburg. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 Chris. Me, Alex, and Chris mm. grew up in the same, in South Sea, mm. first of all. Mm. <laughs> Went to the same primary school, mm-hmm. right? There's another story I'll tell you, but off camera. Yeah. So me, Alex, and Chris grew up. In, so Alex used to have this lunchbox, right? So it used to have, his mom used to pack crisps in the red. Mm-hmm. Then the green was the, <laughs> was a sandwich, was for meat. Yeah. And the bottom was Pringles, you know, these mm. not, not Pringles, Amigos. So like yeah. that, this chewy, it's like Cheetos. Yeah. So he used to have that. So what we used to do with Alex, because the three of us were like three basketeers, mm. Alex would take the crisps. Mm. I used to like like the salami, the mm. the the brown part. So he used mm. to give me the green one and mm. then Chris used to get the blue one, which was Amigos. He used to share his lunch with all of us. Mm. I was so... And then me, I used to carry, like, mm. my mom used to just pour, like, I used to, in the shop, just, just crackles, snacks. So like we used mm. to share mm. snacks together. And in, would you take those... <laughs> <laughs> that lunchbox set and pretend we are driving the bus. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. And then who's your girlfriend? Yeah. What? <laughs> so our girlfriends were all from famous TV shows at the time. <laughs> so yeah, man. So uh, yeah, shout out to Alex. Like, yeah, yeah. So you can imagine from that yeah. to uh 
we went to the same primary school till class five. Mm. Then I went to Meru. So I used to come and visit. I came back with an accent. Mm. Oh. Alex is the one who like said, uh, "Bro, you the, you're, you're scaring the girls. You're scaring the girls away. Um, <laughs> we need to lose that accent." Taught me, <laughs> got me back into shape. Mm-hmm. Picked up my first girl. It was Alex saying, "Yo, you need to go and talk to that girl." So, so mm. see, it was a culture chat up, girls. What's up? Yeah. Hey, yeah. how are you? So that that happened. First mm. girlfriend, mm. Alex orchestrated that as well. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, standard. First girlfriend. Standard. You can check the Facebook page. Mm. First girlfriend, Alex orchestrated that as well. The decision to do law. Mm. Me and Alex initially were supposed to be doctors. Mm. Mm-hmm. Became lawyers because, like, <laughs> we were like the math is not mathing boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we did law together. Mm. I was supposed to go to a University of Nairobi, but then I, mm. I saw Strathwood. I was like, "Bruh, sorry." Yeah, good luck, though. <laughs> good luck, though. Yeah, wish <laughs> you the best. Yeah. yeah, but but Alex has been there for me like through all these phases, even till now, mm. and I can count the number of times when even have had an argument. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we've ever like. Mm. And that's like it comes from a place of complete understanding, man. The mm. girlfriends mm. that have come and gone, mm. the mm. the people in my life that have come and gone, man. Alex mm. has been the constant, and mm. so has Njoroge, so mm. has Ndongo, mm. Mm. and his friend. And he kind of introduced me to his friend group. Um, mm. So what usually me shout out like the South Sea boys, I like these guys, mm. Mm. and all ten of them, yeah. or eleven, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. So. That friend, yeah, like friendships key. Yeah, especially the ones that help with the girls. They're, they're yeah, friends. listen, they're listen. Key. They're very. Ah, uh, I love yeah. them. I love them all, man. And yeah, you guys are you guys are fun. Yeah, well. they're the really fun. bloody fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, the boys are fun. So yeah. these yeah. are solid people I've grown mm. up with. Yeah, any and every one of them. Shout out to Stad. That's what we called ourselves. Oh, all of us can DJ. Oh God. All of us. Oh, God. Like I can DJ. Eli, maybe in a live show. Uh, that's maybe coming soon. You'll see me. Yeah. See me go crazy. <laughs> put on a mask yeah, yeah oh, do all gosh, of that like oh God, yeah. we've had so many life experiences mm. together one of them is oh man Hassan oh, everyone mm. like mm. all these mm. people Abiola all these people Bramwell all like if I mm. go that route yeah yeah, yeah, yeah man yeah. this podcast we can shoot it for years yeah, but like yeah. I love them all so much man and these guys have shaped me into the man I am and they've stood behind me mm. and I know that like I'll stand and they know I'll stand behind them mm. any given day beautiful man beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Uh, shout out to the South Sea boys um mm. I realize I probably should say someone that's alive if I'm talking about friends. Um, just <laughs> as, as, we're, as we're wrapping up. <laughs> probably should. Yeah, probably should. Might be so a good idea. My only friend from the UK that watches this podcast, Daniel. Shout out, Dan, Daniel. Dan Harris. So uh, Harris. just a quick one before he, he has to get an honorable shout out. The reason we're in Barcelona is because my boy is getting married. Mm. Right? The reason we're going to, to Greece is because my boy is getting married. One of my best friends. I would never spend this amount of money on traveling if I didn't love this guy. <laughs> Because, yo, yo, the money is bad. The it's money is, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, so basically, you know what? I always talk about my self-development phase where I realized I liked business. It was in second year of uni. So I remember I've, I've told you when I was in uni, I used to also work um, on the mm. side. So I'd come from uni, mm. literally park my car at his house and would go to work. Mm. Um, so the company we did was in entertainment. So we'd go all around like Southeast England um, hosting events, right? Which is kind of maybe how I got into Insta Market. So I remember, again, from just watching someone that's taken a different path, he didn't go. He decided not to go to uni and join the family business. And I remember I used to calculate how much. This is what made me say I'm never working. Working with him made me realize like business is the way. And we we're both going through our self development phase at the same time. So we we're both reading books. What have you read? Don't because basically we used to have to be in the car together for like an hour and a half. Like we'll drive to the destination together, hour and a half, hour and a half. 
and then we would, every time we're coming back, we'd go out for nights out together, mm. right? Um, so we were making money together, but I knew how much she was making compared to me. Yeah. Um, because I would see the invoices. I know how much we're charging for each event, and I know how much I get each day. And watching his number one work ethic, number one, the passion to just get better each time, and then watching the results. So I think when we first started working together, together, uh, we used to go to like Royal Ascot every year, right? So first time we went together, he would have to borrow like his mum's drop top because we needed a nice car to go. So we're going with the, with the drop top, cool. The next year we go, now he's got a Beamer. Ooh. Now we go in his drop top Beamer. Da, 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 da. Then the next year we go, he's like, let's hire something else because he just bought a supercar and we can't all fit in the car. So watching every year somebody getting better, 1% better, 1% better, and turning up and doing sometimes things that are monotonous, but having like an end goal and having a passion for just, even if I'm doing this, I'm developing myself. Yeah. And now he was the first one to buy a house. Um, he's the first one getting married. But it's through consistency. It's not through just a massive trajectory. It's through every single day yeah. he'll turn up and go to work. Every single day, he was the first one to get an American Express, right? <sighs> understanding credit, understanding how to, always thinking about how to make money each time. And watching every day turning up, every day being 1% better equals this compared to like some other people I know in my life. So just watching him has been a massive inspiration and just working with somebody every day. You can't, we're always on, we were never late. Never late, always on time. And like, um, there's a, there's a theory, I don't know what, I think it's in Atomic Habits. You know when they're talking about the, when train conductors, the reason that they have to say things out loud is so that you, you so your routine is never disrupted. This is something I learned from him and I still do it when I leave the house. So every time, so we used to live like two minutes from each other. So I'd get to the house and we're about to leave to go to the event. And every day, I didn't understand why he did it, but he used to say, okay, phone, wallet, iPad, invoice. Out loud, every single day. And now I do it when I'm leaving the house. Even for, And this is just something I picked up just from being with him every day. So we get in the car and we're like, phone, wallet, iPad, invoice, cool. And you have, to, <laughs> have to t- you have to touch it. And that just meant we never made mistakes. You'd never forget the iPad. You'd never forget the invoice. And for a business, if you make a small mistake... Yeah, it's, it's, it's more new yeah, mental. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It was every day... One percent being consistent and one percent better. That's one thing I learned from. I need to from read, my, yeah, from my buddy Dan. Can't wait uh, to meet him, man. Nah, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred. I'm yeah. trying to get him to come over here with with the wife for like you know like a holiday and stuff. So yeah, yeah. and yeah. If, oh, you're going to the UK. Ah, it's yeah. done. It's done. <laughs> I forget. I forget. Yeah. yeah so yeah. So shout out to Dan, and he's the one yeah. that shout I can out. have deep conversations with. Even when I went when I went back recently, he's like he'd always be like, dude. I see what you're doing with the podcast. What do you want to do next? Like, what's yeah. the goal? Like, what are you doing? Send me your links. You should consider this. He's like, dude, the sound of this episode, you should change the mics. Like, dude, I've noticed this is slightly this. Like, really? he cares about my progression. And sometimes when I'm having conversations with my other friends, I don't get the same amount of yeah. details, yeah. attention. Like, he genuinely cares about me yeah. progressing and I care about him progressing. So we connect on a level when it comes to business that I don't connect with any of my friends with. I get that. And yeah, and checking in, like, yeah, just a, just a stand-up guy, man. So yeah, stand-up, one of my best buddies, man. Shout out to Dan. So thanks yeah. for always watching, buddy. Hey, thank you, yeah. Dan, man. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to meet you. No, uh, I've had a lot of uh, good things. Ah, buddy. And we've I've enjoyed heard about life. everything in Barcelona. We've enjoyed life. Everything. We have enjoyed Oh, my life. goodness. Nah, I have not been spared. Yeah, I remember one of the things, just call it, hey, uh, what are you doing on Thursday? Uh, nothing. Okay, so wake up early. Let's go to Paris Friday morning. Like <laughs> we have enjoyed life together and like made the stupid decisions that's crazy. together. So that's, that's crazy. Life. Shout life. out. Yeah. Um, I think the thing I've learned most from maybe Alex and the boys is uh, my boys. I, I can't bullshit my boys. Mm, yeah, I yeah. can't. Yeah. like yeah. yeah, they'll they'll say listen. Yeah, yeah. the color of this episode was okay. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. man like you know the honest feedback like you, that you so get cute. like they keep you so grounded my boys keep me so mm. they keep me mm. 
like they, they I never forget where I'm from because of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. they've seen kind of me yeah. when I was depressed mm. and they've seen me when mm, kind of right. I've kind of managed to achieve what yeah, yeah. I've kind of set out myself to do and they mm. keep me mm. honest man mm. and mm. Yeah. yeah other people other guys obviously who honorable shout out the mm. Cliff oh that's I always yeah, yeah, yeah Rutimi yeah, yeah. Georgie they also keep us very yeah, honest. You get inspired every single every day, single just day. by watching. Just Again, by not watching. by chatting, but by watching. One thing I'd want to encourage, and I saw this recently, is, um, and I was like, I checked myself as well. I was watching Stephen Bartlett, and one of the guests he was talking he was talking to was saying how like in this modern day we mm. can sometimes feel like vulnerability is sitting here talking to a camera and saying, "I really appreciate you, man." Like I really appreciate like going on. You know, people go on YouTube and say like. Uh, I feel like we should talk about this topic, like which is kind of what we do, but on a different level because we're talking to each yeah. other. But he was saying the real, the real uh, display of number one vulnerability, number one like emotional intelligence, number one um, bettering relationships is being able to say to the person, not by a text, not by a voice note, not by on the phone. In real life, look at like your brother, look at your dad or the man in life, and say like, bro, like this is what you've done for me. Because as I'm talking now. I realize some of these guys I've mentioned, I've not told them um, yeah, how person, much I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think one of the things I want to do just now by, because there's a power from going from here to vocalizing. I want to now be able to take this, take this appreciation and like sit down with Dan and say, by the way, Dan, I really appreciate you, by the way. You did this for me in, in my life. Talk to my mentor. Because at, at the end of the dinner, I'll say, okay, cheers, buddy. Like really appreciate what you've, like the, the gems. But like sitting down and seeing, like saying over the last decade, you've inspired me. Like talking to my dad and saying, back then you doing this meant the world so i think that's what i want to now practice in terms of having that bravery because it's very hard as a guy yeah. to sit down across from someone and just tell them exactly yeah, give this, them their flowers man before they go. you're right there's yeah. one more guy though mm. he doesn't know it I haven't, I haven't told him yet but like i realized it and now that like i'm going to the uk i'm kind of seeing yeah man like so, you know, I, I always tell you that there was a phase in uni where I was like really figuring myself out. And so I had one of these friends who's like top performing class and everything. And I just wanted to figure out like, is there something I'm missing? Because I wasn't like doing as well in school. Mm. And I didn't really understand like what, what's the gap? Because mm. I can tell I'm very intelligent, but like, is it something I'm deprioritizing? Is it that I don't really understand what I'm doing? And man, ever since I kind of created that link with him being my homie, like my life spun on its head because he went to um, LSE to do a certification. And at that same time is when I was at Cisco, um, figuring London out at that time. And when we came back, obviously we had had a mutual experience and like we kind of built off of that and I kind of got into his routine. And one of the things that he had in his routine was like a prayer group, which mm. is like mm. really, you know, in those days in school it was really like strange. Mm. I'm not going to say his name because I haven't had permission again. But like this guy, man, like went to Cambridge and I'll just tell you this story. Mm. Like he is such a bloody force, man. Like mm. it's so crazy. Graduated as a valedictorian, worked in the best law firms, worked in an audit firm. Then now he's like working for one of the top law firms in the world. Like having that person in my, as a reference point, as mm. like a sounding board mm. has like transformed my career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even the day we met, in mm. fact, now now there's even the comedy. Mm. The day we met at Bar Box, mm. that was the person I was meeting. No way. Yeah. The serendipity is mad. Yeah, that was the person yeah. I was meeting, and I was meeting him because like he's always been such a good reference point for mm. your bro. I need to think, figure this master's thing out, mm. and that's always been like my worry because I was like, bro, I don't think I have like the first class that. Mm. 
I need to kind mm. of get myself to like a Harvard or an Oxford or, mm. and I really want to go to those places. So how can I like, di- like build my CV enough mm. or work on myself enough to get myself to that level? Mm. And this guy, man, like mm. every conversation, because yeah. you see with him, it's not, it's not like, hypo- it's not mm. like theoretical. It's not like You've someone. It practically yeah, yeah. I've seen it practically. Yeah. Yeah. And like, man, like it's, it's been such a huge impact. Um, yeah. And shout out to my law school, mm. like WhatsApp group and everyone there, man. Everyone's like pushing P heavy. Mm. You're always mm. saying, oh, this person's part of a petition that's presidential. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this one, this yeah. other person is, uh, yeah. is at Wharton. Well, yeah. oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like all these people, like mm. it's true. Like surround yourself with. Excellence. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also I think shout out to guys because they don't realize sometimes what you're doing. By just living your life, you're impacting somebody to do that, that like, dude. to do better as well. So, Bro, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. As in, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I wish I could put it in words. Mm. How insane it must, like, it looks. Like, yeah. you know, when you're like, you're in, like, you're, you're in libraries, you're constantly looking space. Like, I remember I had, my dissertation was oil and gas at some point. That's what I was passionate about, um, extractives industry. And then suddenly I switched it to cloud technologies and um, IP. And I remember making that switch and using him as a sounding board. And the one thing he told me was like, uh, <laughs> he was like, bro, <laughs> go go where your heart is because that's where the money is. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Like, look at Mantok. Yeah. Same, same thing. Like, yeah. go where your heart is because that's where the money mm, is. Mm. Like, if you don't, don't go looking for the money, go where your heart tells you to go and don't be afraid. Yeah. Oh, man, like every time mm. I have a conversation mm. with these guys, like, shh, mm. I come out of there with value and... Yeah. And even he, like, uh, I think even he recently said the same thing. And I was like, just shocked that I had anything to tell this guy. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Very key. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with those people that are going to push you as yeah, key. Mad so, yeah. Those are the men. Damn it. I, yeah. God damn it. Of, uh, yeah. Shout out to you, buddy. Yeah, everyone in there. And there's more that we haven't mentioned, but like, yeah. Shout out to all the men. I think we need to make a point of telling these men this as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So, guys, I hope um, that we somehow, in a way, are positive influence on you guys. Um, thank you for sitting through this, for watching. Very chaotic learn, episode. Yeah, and learning about some of the guys that have impacted us. Um, really looking forward to seeing you next week. I think yeah. we'll do an episode where the women that have impacted us. We should, we should do that, no? Yeah, we should do we an should. episode about the women that have yeah, impacted us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, might, we might just shoot that in a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be what, what's shot next, but yeah, you'll never who know. Knows? You'll never know. Could be a different season. <laughs> yeah, How's the sausage made? We don't know. <laughs> but no, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Kafisi, for having us. Uh, thank you for following us on all platforms. If you don't, please do. Please share. And I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Like, share, subscribe, baby. Yeah, we go. Half right. as much as we've enjoyed making it. Hey. We had a ball. We did have a ball. Come on. All right, bye-bye. Love.